Hi, I'm Lucas James. And I'm Jordan Ross. And we're the co-hosts of How to Scale an Agency. After scaling our own agencies to over $185,000 per month in sales and working with agencies doing hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue like Hawk Media and Neil Patel, we've made this show to interview the top digital marketing agency owners and highlight the fastest ways to scale your agency. If you'd like to join the best digital marketing agency community on the planet and let us help you scale, go to agencygo.io to sign up today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of How to Scale an Agency. I'm on with Kyle of Hire UA. He's got a really cool service that helps people build full and part-time remote workers from Ukraine for their business. On their website, it says you get them for as low as $1,000 per month for 20 hours a week or $1,500 per month for 40 hours a week. Thank you so much for uh, hopping on, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Lucas. I really appreciate it. So let's start with the basics. When did you get this business started and why? I started this business at the end of 2020, it kind of came about because of everything that had happened with COVID. A lot of people were looking for work. A lot of companies had cut their primary workers from the West. So we're kind of looking for some overseas talent. Plus everyone was just going obviously much more remote work than it had been previously. So that's kind of yeah. how it started. Um, I lived in Ukraine for about five years. I've obviously left that now with the whole war situation, but my right. on the ground kind of connections, some local language knowledge, um, having a Ukrainian wife allowed me to really kind of just be able to tap into some of that talent. So for people who are listening to the show who are interested in getting people from other you know, countries to work in there, if they're mostly in the States, mm -hmm. a lot of people listening to are in the States, what's the benefit for them of hiring someone in the Ukraine or elsewhere other than just the cost difference for them? Yeah, the big one is obviously just the cost difference, right? Just you're looking at sometimes 50 to 100 grand or more a year for more senior roles. So it's, it's significant yeah. to start. I also yeah. think that, and I don't want to get too into this, but certainly in the Western world, we have a certain level of entitlement. And I think a lot of people have had very cushy, very good lives. And I think mm -hmm. that tends to reflect a lot of times in the work ethic of the Western workforce, where people are just kind of showing up, mailing it in, and not really those kind of killers and people who are really just absolutely moving your business forward, right? So I think yeah. overseas, you have access to top tier talent at a price lower than mediocre Western talent. 100%. And, you know, it's, it's funny, actually, you know, obviously, one of the testimonials on your website is uh, the cold email wizard, Daniel mm -hmm. Fazio. Is a lot of your business coming from Twitter? Like where is the main sort of growth for your company coming right now? So basically we had some major changes with the management kind of in May of this year. And since then, it's really just been growing and growing. A lot of it has come from Twitter. A lot of it has come from referrals. And yeah, we're also starting to do some cold email campaigns, some cold auto DMs. Um, that's how I got in touch with you originally. So it's really just been a lot of word of mouth, which is nice. I haven't had to spend right. a ton of money on advertising. When I'm going to start doing that, I'm thinking it's really going to start to take off. 100%. And um, when did you get started in that business then? What was the actual launch date? November 2020. And then it kind of was just very stagnant for a year or so. And then it's over the last, since the summer, really, we've been able to almost double it. So it's really oh, starting to fly now. Fantastic. And so when it comes to scaling remote talent, like what is the biggest takeaways? Because actually, this is a huge topic for a lot of people in listening to the show. Um, one of my more popular, like free lead magnets that we did online was to help people build out remote sales teams. And I got tons okay. of people interested in that. And so I know this is, it sounds like it's not sales. It's mostly admin stuff, but still like, what is the, what's the, uh, the biggest uh, thing that they can uh, take away from this or, or things that they can implement for themselves, even if they don't choose to work with you? 
I think it takes a certain type of person to be an entrepreneur to begin with, right? It takes someone who's pretty, oh, maybe a little OCD and really wants to do things like a go-getter. So to start letting go of your baby is something I think a lot of people struggle with. So the first mm -hmm. thing I always tell people to do is, one, try to audit your time for a week straight, right? Where you right. write down every hour what you've done throughout the workday and say, hey, this is something that could be outsourced. And then this is something that you know doesn't need to be at this point. And then you also would want to look and say, hey, out of these tasks, what are the ones I absolutely hate? Like what is draining my energy and taking away from high ROI activities? And start okay. trying to mold a role around those specific tasks that you really don't like and are time intensive. Right. And I think, you know, just just looking, because I mean, obviously, a lot of people listening to the show know who uh, the Black Hat Wizard is. Um, mm -hmm. How did you get him as a client? Because I mean, I think a lot of people want to work with people who are, you know, getting tens of thousands of followers on Twitter. For anyone who's listening to this, he has almost 100,000 followers on Twitter. Uh, right. What was your strategy there? Did you just know him personally? Or what was the what was the reason you got him as a client? Uh, I didn't actually bring him in. I think it was just knowing someone, right? Because I've been around for like in the guy I was working with as well, I've been around on Twitter since like 2013. You know, I've ran a right. blog. I had an olive oil company out of Eastern Europe. So I've been around in this space for a long time. So that is where, you know, as an agency- What's your Twitter handle again? At Kyle Trouble. At Kyle Trouble. Okay, so anyone yep. listening to this, go, go check him out. At Kyle <laughs> Trouble. Okay. I mean, yeah, having a personal brand where you have a number of followers behind you is really powerful when it comes yeah. to actually offering a service-based business because you have some built-in social proof like, oh, hey, this guy's been around a while. I can look at his content. I can see what he's about. And he's got these mm -hmm. people that all follow him too. So that's something that people shouldn't sleep on is just building that personal brand. Even if you're not selling something directly like an information product, you should still do that. Right. Yeah, and I think for anybody who is watching this, because a lot of people are watching this now on YouTube, I'm um, just pulling up, this is one of his uh, calls to action to this email signup. Why is this working so well? Do you, how many people do you have on your email list? What is sort of the ROI you're seeing? Like, why is this working so well for you? Well, so... If we will kind of rewind back to my whole business history, I started a blog in 2013 was just writing about dating. And then that started turning into <laughs> dating coaching, dating consulting. Nice. And then once I started having some success with selling info products, then of course I started writing about business. And then I had an opportunity to start an olive oil company, Solo Olive, um, based out of Eastern Europe where I was living. And now I've started this talent agency also out of Eastern Europe. So the daily emails yeah. have been a part of my personal brand since like 2017. And I don't even really sell the hiring services and the agency to that. That's primarily information right. products and consulting. And once in a while, I do sell, you know, the hiring services, but that's a whole separate business. You know, for what I'm looking at when I'm seeing your journey over the last 10 years, you know, I, I see a business, the all of business that, you know, unless it's done correctly, could in theory have pretty high costs because you're having these physical oh, products. Yeah. I'm assuming that now that you're getting a lot more on, on social and you built up this audience and you have all this traction and stuff like that, was there a distinct moment where you finally realized, or maybe you realized this is how I make a lot of profit online, not just revenue, but like profit. And what are the things that you did to start making a lot of profit with your business? With that personal brand, the daily emails were the game changer where I started studying some people that were writing every day to their email list. And you start to realize that that daily touch when people get to know you is extremely effective. And you can do that now on right. social media as well. As far as the agency, the biggest things were just raising prices. That's where you right. start making more money, where your offers fine tuned. You know that what you're doing is working and ultimately that's how you make the money. So let's do a tangible example here. A lot of people want to launch an email newsletter. I actually just launched mine. Don't have that many people on. It's only like 3,000 people, but they're all pretty much agency owners. And 
they've come in through social and things like that. And I actually just started the daily email newsletter. And I'm curious, like, like for this, like, is this the kind of email you send to that has like short to the point, maybe like a couple of helpful things, or do you do more like long form style email newsletters? What's it's your strategy? not long form. I'd say most of mine are three to 500 words and it's plain text only, man. The guy you should go learn from is Ben Settle. Hi, this is Lucas James. Are you struggling to get meetings booked with potential prospects for your agency? I'll tell you what, when I first started, I had the same issue, but I was able to A-B test hundreds of different variations of copy on multiple channels and figured out a secret formula to convert anyone from anywhere into taking a meeting with me. I've mastered this approach and now my agency, Twiz, books meetings on autopilot. Last year, we booked 1,731 meetings, closed 234 accounts, and generated $1.72 million in revenue. I want the same thing for your agency, so I've decided to give away some of my best performing outbound copy scripts for free. That's right, absolutely free. If you want to transform your business for free, go to agencygo.io forward slash leads to get your free lead scripts today. That's agencygo.io forward slash leads. Now back to the show. Ben, S-E-T-T-L-E.com. Not on Twitter, just a, just a website. No, just a website. He was on Twitter and social media a few years ago. I think he deleted it all. And he runs a paper-only newsletter that gets shipped to your house every month. <laughs> and it's probably been the best investment I've ever made in my business, truthfully. And these are email news about email marketing. He writes daily emails about email marketing. So it really is a right. good kind of synergy there for him. So what's your take on having them be plain text versus having like images and video links and stuff like that? Is there a well, direct trade-off to results? Or? One call, yeah, one call to action. Mm-hmm. I personally sell in every email pretty much. That's the goal, sales. It's not to, because once someone's on your email list, the goal isn't to send them to your YouTube. The goal is to get them from YouTube to your email list, right? Where then you own them and you can back that up every day and you're never going to lose that person. Whereas on YouTube, you know, someone could snap their fingers and say, oh, we don't like this guy anymore. Goodbye. So that's the big one. You always want to go the other way. So to me, the next logical progression is you send them to a way to make money, not back to YouTube. Right. But a way to make money as in sometimes it's a free lead magnet or is it always a paid one? It's a paid paid product. Yeah. You can use the free lead magnets to get them onto the email list. Once in a while, you can make some free content and give it to the email list. But I think Ben usually calls it like infotainment, right? So that email that you open up every day is the content. It's free. And then the kind of the trade-off is there's a pitch at the end. So how big is the email newsletter, if you don't want me asking? Just because I'm trying to get like a sense of uh, conversion rate, basically. Over 25,000. And how long did it take you to build that up? Has that been like a... Uh, I guess not length. I think more interesting is... Is it, was the growth linear or was it exponential? So basically, you know, I have a blog that has been SEO'd properly for years, right? So I get a few people that drop in every day on that. And then obviously just consistent Twitter content, uh, consistent just posting in general, word of mouth. And then obviously when you go viral, you know, you go viral and you've got a chance to really just add thousands in a day. Yeah. Well, I'm looking at right now. Okay, so did you? So this is really interesting. So you have 25,000 people you send this out to. Do you, what are your like open rates, click through rates on this? I mean, is it really? Uh, none of that matters, bro. None of it. None of it's tracked properly. There's all sorts of things that affect that. The only thing that matters is it. does it make sales? So just trying to send them here to this this page. 
Yep. Basically, and for anyone who's who's listening, it's basically a, a, a email that is is on the, about three hundred. Like you said, three hundred five hundred words. It's, it's probably a text. little more. Yeah, a little more. And then at the very end of it, there's a link that takes them to a Gumroad page to then get a discount uh, within a certain frame time frame on a, a product that he sells. So, do you have a sense of like just because I want people to, who are listening to this to take this and then be able to you know apply it to their own agency. Is there a conversion rate that you guys typically can ballpark, not even on clicks, but just like, no, no, because it's not going to, I mean, ultimately you want to see more sales going up, but like, you know, this is a podcast about agencies, right? So an agency owner, your goal should be, you're probably not going to sell your high ticket service via just this email. Your goal then is to get them onto the call. So if Mm. I was like, for example, once in a while, I do set this up with Hire UA, you know, I have business owners on my list and I'm pitching them a call. So instead of right. that Gumroad link, it's the Hire UA site. And what I've started doing is taking all those Hire UA emails and putting them into an automated sequence, right? So right. now that I've got 30, 40, 50 emails about Hire UA, someone opts in, gets a lead magnet, and then they get an email every day for the next 50 days pitching a call. Right. But I'm not, I wouldn't, because that, you know, Hire UA, those services are sold on the call. It is not yeah. just something they click a button, enter their card info. So basically, you're, you're saying the goal is pretty much just to move them to a different action that's usually a purchase and it's not necessarily to take, it's not to distract them from the email newsletter and take them somewhere else like social media posts. It's directly to an action. Really interesting. I mean, yeah, I've, I've been interviewing some people who have like, you know, like you, like you larger email lists. So for, for you with that 25,000 people, what's, if you had a breakdown of pie chart, like where did most of those emails come from? Oh, I'd say probably roughly half from organic search because at one point my yeah. blog was doing three to 5,000 organic uh, unique hits a day. So if you're able oh, to wow. kind of get some people that's going crazy. in there, so that's a hard game to keep up with, man. Keeping up with Google. That's like a whole nother business, honestly. So I don't oh, yeah. even keep up with that anymore. About half split between social and organic. Very interesting. And then from social, it's, it's like Twitter, basically. Twitter, yeah. There. No, yeah, mostly Twitter. I've got a YouTube that I haven't really updated in years and probably I get a few signups here and there from there, but that's about it. Makes a lot of sense, man. So with the, let's talk more about, you know, higher UA now. I think with that business, there's a ton of potential. The best businesses that I've seen right now that are agencies are usually actually talent agencies. So people placing people onto teams, either in sales or admin roles. Where do you see the growth of the next 12 months? And as much as you can share of revenue and scale and things like that would be helpful, but I'll keep that open to you to comment on. So I've been able to pretty much double stuff since the spring of this year. So may, I think Mm -hmm. we're going to probably double again by the end of this year at the rate we're going. And I think we'll be doing over a million per year, probably by the middle of next year at the latest at this point, those kind of numbers I'm willing to share right now. Yeah, if, especially if we get some like really some paid traffic going, then I think that would really scale it out. Team-wise, right. we're about tapped. I think probably we need to start bringing on some more people because like right now when we've got seven placements going on, it's it's busy for sure. Yeah, so you're a serial entrepreneur. You probably understand just like I do now that product is very important and that you have to have a mm-hmm. very good product in order to win and be competitive. I will say that uh, one of the most interesting things you have on your website just from first glance is just the fact that you very clearly state your prices and they're really good. Do you have a lead magnet that's working right now? Because you have something that you're doing to get people to take a call with you. Is your product so good that people are just taking a call with you because of the pricing? People are just taking a call. And now that we've really just scaled, we have so many people that are just thrilled with the service, right? 
Like a good yeah. example would be um, Nick Abraham. He runs oh, uh, yeah. Leadbird yeah. and uh, Inboxy. He just hired basically a, a B2B salesperson. He's saving probably $125,000 a year. So like same thing oh, so with you're, Daniel you're doing, Cody. You're staffing salespeople too. Yeah, we do everything, man. I mean, there's just so much talent out there in Ukraine. Um, mm-hmm. We're able to really just, we can do almost anything. Devs, you know, Very programmers, cool. technical stuff. And then, of course, like lower end kind of virtual assistant stuff. You just know the culture very well. You know the, how people are there because you have, you're married to someone from Ukraine. And then are, mm-hmm. you lived there for 10 years, you said, right? Or yeah, five like years. Five, years, five yeah. years. That's really cool. I mean, that's the kind of advantage that you need in a marketplace to be the best at something. Do you guys yep. think you're going to stay in this niche and just be placing Ukrainian talent onto teams? Or is there something else you want to do? I don't, I mean, I'm always going to probably run this personal brand. I'm always going to write these emails and the businesses I create along with that on top of it will be the things that I talk about. I don't foresee myself probably doing this forever. Probably we'll have an exit at some point in the future. I don't know when that'll be, but yeah, at some point I think there will be an exit for me at least. That's super interesting. Well, it's been great having you on the show, man. I mean, is there anything that you want to share with people uh, or ways they can work with you? If anyone's listening, it's higher like hiring someone, hire-ua.com. You can go check them out. Uh, any other way that they can reach you? or I would say just on Twitter, I just wrote a thread yesterday about escaping the war from Ukraine. I went into full detail mm-hmm. about waking up to those air raid sirens and just the whole story of getting out of the country. And it's a reason why I'm so passionate about this company now is because we're helping innocent people who have been just screwed completely. I mean, screw the politicians on both sides, truly. But it's the people... Right living there that got the short end of the stick and they deserve oh, to yeah. have good opportunities. So hire-ua.com. we got some great talent and would love to help any small business owners. Yeah. And uh, Kyle Trouble said yep, spelled exactly it. like it sounds. So Kyle and then Trouble on Twitter, go check them out. And for everybody listening, Kyle's been able to scale down multiple businesses starting in the olive business. And then now has a personal brand that he's been doing for over five years, built a company that's been growing really quickly in the hiring space, placing Ukrainian talent onto people's teams we're really excited to see where it goes. And uh, for anyone who wants to be on his newsletter, who wants to be in his world, wants to be on his personal brand to learn about how to scale remote talent, I definitely recommend checking out their website or just looking for Kyle online. So thank you so much, man, for being on the show. Thank you.